This week, we're recapping the Game Awards. This is the Good Game, Bad Game Podcast. This is a song I wrote about the Good Game, Bad Game Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Good Game, Bad Game podcast. I'm your host, Spencer, and with me is a man who I'd vote for Gamer of the Year, presented by G Fuel. It is my co-host, Mike. Mike, how you doing? What level of... Oh, never mind. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> how do you think I become eligible for that for next year? Um, Do I just need to, like, get... Not even sponsored, but, like, basically pay to... Uh, let G Fuel have me keep their stuff behind me I, in my podcast that I don't have video for. Yeah, yeah, those would be options. Um, I don't, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I think that's literally just like I think Jeff Keeley opens up Twitch and the first five streamers he sees on the left, he's just like, that's probably good. And then like every now and again, he he switches one of them out for somebody else. Make sure there's like good representation from like multiple groups, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So I would say that you, uh, you know, the the Twitch community is riddled with straight white men, Mike. So you have, uh, you have the you have an uphill battle ahead of you. Yeah, it's a shame. Um, but I mean, if you well, can like, strike up a deal, yeah. Well, I was gonna say if you can strike up a deal with Facebook Gaming. Um, I don't have Facebook though. Yeah, that's fine. All the better. Meta gaming. Ugh. I was the first one to use it. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, Daddy no likey. Meta world peace. <laughs> yep, that's their goal. That's their goal, and they're gonna trademark that and look out Ron Artest, the the basketball player formerly known as Ron Artest. They're and the me you. who tweeted it before they announced their name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They are going to strike you down faster than Nintendo strikes down. Uh, 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 what's it called? Oh my God. This this would have been a great reference until I completely blanked on what it's called. People who, People who remake games. <laughs> emulators. Emulators. Thank you. <clears throat> Thank you. Hacking, got switch there. hacking software. What do you know about that? Doug Bowser, known villain. I don't know shit. Doug Bowser. On paper. <laughs> how how are you doing? How was your how was your week of gaming? Good. I had some good variety this week. Oh my I'm very excited. Tell me about yeah. it. Yeah. Played a bit of Halo. Okay. With my brother. That was good. Nice. Um played some more Ghost Recon, which I think I was playing last week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably put another like five hours into that game and feel like I've gotten nowhere sick just because there's it takes a lot of time to do stuff definitely um and i also for the first time in a couple months played psvr again whoa yeah i had i had some free time this weekend and i should beat a game blood and truth which i started like over a year ago and i jumped back in and i had like five levels left and i had no idea what was going on but i was blasting and running and blasting and getting blasted is that is that the one that was like 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 one of the first games on the v on the psvr and like did we play that in the like in the trailer 
So is that the game I'm thinking yes of? Yes and no. There was in the PSVR world, which was like the demo disc that came out with the PSVR. Um, there was like an experience that this was built off of. Like it's okay. it's uh, it's London Studio. It's the same people who made that experience, and it's a very similar like feel. It's the same engine. A lot of the mechanics are similar. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very close to that. But they made a full-length game out of it. Gotcha. Okay. So that was really cool. Actually, I, I really enjoyed that game. I was glad to get back into it. And I kind of went back and just like played some key missions to figure out what the hell was going on. <laughs> and then went and got some trophies. And it was a good time. Nice. Nice. Did you platinum it? No. And no. I probably won't. Oh. Big sad. I don't know. Well, I have to, I have to look at the trophy list. I, there are like a lot of collectibles I think you have to get mm. and I just it, it's very hard to do that in a in a VR world I was about to say I don't know if I would be keen on collectible hunting in VR I think I would I'd probably skip on that yeah and the issue is too like I, I guess the nice thing is like it's mission so it's not like you have to go back like it's not open world so that mm-hmm. makes it a lot easier um, it's probably not that time consuming to do it, but there are just annoying things. Like there are like real time events kind of, and like you're getting shot at and there are like little targets you kind of have to shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes they're just a real pain in the ass to get. And there are times where like you can look back and see where you missed one, but you it, like, it's like kind of out of the box in which you can shoot. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, we'll see. Maybe one day. I have just. I, th- I think I have like 50% of the trophies after just doing a regular playthrough and then like going back for a couple low hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Um, Yeah, it was just fun to get back into that. We've got it set up. Um, you know, we're going to talk about the game awards, but um, they announced that there's a Lady Gaga sound pack coming to. Beat Saber. Mm-hmm. So that's what prompted me setting up the PSVR again because um, Justine is going to want that at some point. I, you know, I was going to ask and kind of make a joke if the reason you set it up was because they announced Among Us VR. Um, oh, yeah. But it's, it's funny because I wasn't even thinking that anything else was shown at the Game Awards. So it is funny that it was still actually, it was actually Game Awards adjacent like it was related to that it was something that was announced there so that's funny um, yeah i i did i did see the among us vr but <laughs> that game is just such a shit show to play like unless you're playing with people you know anyway right so it's like what's the point like how do you how do you communicate i mean there is like a microphone yeah i don't do you i don't need 10 year olds screaming yeah do you th- do you like ever look at these games like Among Us and um I'm trying to think what else? Phasmophobia would would probably be lumped in. Uh There's probably something else that I'm missing that like really blew up. Specifically in quarantine. Yeah, Fall Guys would I guess kind of fall into what I'm about to ask. But like could you imagine if these games came out when we were in high school? It would have been a lot of fun. I mean like especially among us like i feel like with like the group we had we would have had 
We would have played the shit out of that. Oh, yeah. But anyway, say la vie. <laughs> and now we're in our mid-20s and have no friends. Now we're in our mid-20s, and if anybody even recommends I play anything other than some sports sim, I, I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's cool, though. That's cool that, uh, that Justine gets really into the... Uh, the old Beat Saber. Whenever her um, family visits, I have to set it up because they all want to play. Like her parents, her siblings. It's 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 cool. It's really cool that they would actually get interested in it. Her brother actually got a um, like the Oculus Quest or whatever. Oh, nice! That like completely portable one mm-hmm. after playing mine. So I think that was like last Christmas or something. That's sick. Look at you! You're yeah. you're you're bringing people into into the metaverse. Oh yeah. Um. Anything else? Any other games? I'm trying to think. I I know I, I don't think I actually don't think I played Forza this week. Okay. Um. I did say I played a bit of Halo. I honestly think that's it. Um. Oh, I did play a tiny bit of Madden, and you'll be happy to hear that I will not be playing Madden again for the rest of the year because I ran out of my second <laughs> 10-hour trial. Well, I mean, that's that's not necessarily 100% true because you could always go back and play, what, Madden 20, 21? I could. Which one, whichever one you have. I could, but at this point, like, I basically just play... It'll like set up the games that are like for the active week that you can mm-hmm. do like exhibitions of. And I basically just do that. And that's about all I have time to play for like Madden. And that's that's been nice. But I, I think I've got my scheme. I kind of hope they keep making Madden games for both uh, the, the current generation, and the last generation of consoles, because that got me to like what the last four weeks of the season mm-hmm. minus playoffs. Yeah. Not bad. And now, like, if I want to buy it, I can, like, pretty much buy it at $15 or whatever when it goes on Mega Sale. Right. It's funny that you bring up Madden because I haven't played Madden in a while. And I'm like, did I make a mistake? <laughs> like, uh-oh. Like, I, mean, I got it for, like, 50% off. So, like, not the end of the world. And I'll probably end up playing it, like, next year when I don't buy, like, the next Madden, you know? Yeah. But, uh... But, but yeah, I like have not touched it. I'm guessing I so come January first, I'll probably I'll probably start playing Madden again, right? Um, and that's because of the NBA servers. Oh, <laughs> that are that are shutting down at literally the worst time ever because I just got back into playing it, and there's a trophy. I got back into playing it, and I said to myself, self, you can get the platinum in this game. Uh, and there's a there's a trophy for the, the, like, collect the my team, like, card building mode. There's a trophy for collecting 2,900, like, unique cards. The fuck? And I am very close to cracking 1,000. And I have, I have, <laughs> I have like 20 days 
and I'm. Can you buy the rest? Like with money? Yes. No, because I actually entertained the thought of adding some virtual currency to mm-hmm. my account. Mm-hmm. And you don't have like you can't. It's like it's taken off the store. Oh, so they gotcha. are they are ready. And I wouldn't have done it. And I'm really glad that it was taken off because I don't even know what I was thinking. But <laughs> it's a dangerous slope. Yeah. But like. Yeah. I And I like so I, re- I read about the fact that they're shutting on the servers and I like looked at Shelby and I told her and she was like, yeah, so there's no way you can do it. Right. And I was like, oh, absolutely not. But I'm going to try. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, I, I shit you not all my free time has just been at like full on dedicated to just grinding all of these challenges and like games and stuff like that. And like the nice thing is like all the content's right there for me. So like, you know, I can kind of just jump into whatever, but also like 2,900 cards is such a daunting amount. Is that something that you think people get naturally? Like, can you look at the, not right now, obviously, but can you look at like the trophy stats and see like how rare it is? Yes. You know, I'm going to make a note for myself to do that after we get off. And you know what? I can actually, I think I should be able to pull it up on my phone. Um, it's, I would just like to see, like, if this is something that people actually like. There's, I, I honestly, I think you have to go for it. Now, some, like, they have, like, records and, like, stats um, on the screen. Obviously, like, people aren't really playing the game much anymore. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, they have, like, the staff for, like, the person who has, like, collected the most cards. And it was something like, I want to say they had over 10,000. So, I'm like, it, it, like, can't be that hard right but like also like it's got like it is like it, it absolutely is that hard um i'm looking here it's 0.1 percent rarity so it is literally the platinum defender like you have like this is the thing that most people that stops most people from getting the platinum um let me see if i can like find because i know sometimes like uh, achievements.com or like true achievements will tell you like how many people. Right. Um I I think this is telling me that 1551 people have gotten it. Uh But I don't know if that's actually. I'm seeing on this site they've somebody has listed like how to do this, so I need to. I'm gonna save that for later. But um. But yeah, and like so, like obviously, like people aren't really people aren't really using uh. The like auction market or whatever the hell it's called in the game. So like. Cards that people generally would have sold for like really low values are selling for like five times their typical price of course and then like the rarer cards that you need to like complete sets there's so few of those like in circulation because there's nobody playing that like if you can even find a listing for it odds are it's like again like way out of your price range so it's been it's been a challenge all of that's to say it's been a challenge but it's been fun to like it's like I keep thinking about it as like, because again, I probably won't get it. But if I do, do you know how like satisfying that'll be? That like, 
I was it was a race against a clock and if I do it it's going to be a buzzer beater to use a to use a football term so <laughs> you know <laughs> we'll see but uh yeah so that's been like consuming most of my time but then the other funny thing is that like I obviously still stream so I, I was telling Shelby I was like I can't stream NBA and she was like oh because of the music and I was like no because nobody wants to fucking watch me play NBA <laughs> <laughs> So, like, I'm still, like, streaming for, like, a couple hours every few days, like, playing Pokemon, which still loving. I just beat the Pokemon League in that, and that was a lot of fun. Um, and it's topical because of uh, next week, what we'll, what we'll be talking about. Um, and uh, I've been playing this game called Green Hell. I don't know if you know what it is. Um, um, is it, like, that survival yes. game thing? Yeah, I have seen that. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it's on like Game Pass. Yeah, Cody and I have been playing it. Um, he and I played through the forest together, which was like another like survival game. They're both just essentially like they're they're all like Seven Days to Die and like Minecraft and like games like uh-huh. that. It's just like both of these I think skew a little more hardcore. Green Hell especially is like very hardcore in terms of environmental things. Um, but he and I have been playing that, so like literally it's like balancing like all these other things like. Cause like he'll text me and be like, all right, let's play. And I'm just like, this is good. This is like, I could play 10 games in the span that you and I are going to play green hell. But then (laughs) I, but then I opt to play with a friend because I literally never do that. So, um, we actually just beat that. We beat the story of it. Um, it was fun. It was good. I would recommend it. It it was, it wasn't as buggy because it was originally a PC release. Um, and like, you know how like games like that, like when they port over to console are just normally dog shit. And I mm-hmm. think it came out on console in like June. So maybe when it first released, it was like super buggy and stuff like that. I don't know. But like, I don't know, playing it less than a year of it being out and it was running very smooth. We, we didn't have any single issues outside of like connectivity issues. And both, both times we had connectivity issues, it was definitely one of our internets related. Um, it wasn't like the game. So, um, so yeah, that was fun and something different from what I normally do. And that's been what I've been playing slash doing. Nice. Um, so I do one one thing. I sorry, one thing I forgot to no. mention. Go okay. ahead. So no, go on with your segue. No, no, go ahead. What were you gonna say? Um, just wanted to mention that. Uh, xbox documentary came out today it's yes monday the 13th um i watched all of it oh today. my god oh my god <laughs> okay um it was uh five or six 40 minute episodes um it was really cool a lot of interesting stuff it's basically like microsoft saying wow we fucked up a lot of shit in the past 20 years mm-hmm. they're like hey remember that time we tried to buy nintendo and yeah one time we told Rockstar to fuck off because we didn't want a 3D version of Grand Theft Auto to launch on Xbox and as a whole thing. Um, yeah, really cool. Would would check it out. Like even if you're not a huge Xbox fan, it just talks so much about the industry. So if you're just interested in like how gaming from like the late '90s got to where it is now, it's 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 a, an interesting watch. I'll definitely uh, I'll definitely watch that, and then you and I can maybe discuss it next week um, when we do our when we do our little platinum race. Yeah, 
it'll be fun to kind of just chew over. Yeah, I, I didn't get a chance to start it yet. Um, too busy playing NBA, but um, mm-hmm. I'll uh, yeah, I definitely want to watch it, and uh, I'm sure it's very insightful, and very interesting. Reminded me that the Series X had a um, ghost drop at uh, Video Game Awards two years ago. Oh, completely, forgot, completely forgot about that. Like I, that's when the, the the Series X was announced. At, yeah, uh, Game Awards in twenty nineteen. I guess it would have been. Wow, I li- I don't remember that at all. I feel like I just watched it. Like if you would have told me it was last year, yeah. I'd been like, yeah. And also, like the consoles came out last year and that's, we're a year in. Oh, that's true. It's nuts. No, yeah, that does make sense. I guess timeline wise. Wow, wow. Ugh. Yo. Okay. All right. I didn't like that. I didn't like thinking about <laughs> time and stuff. Uh, one thing that I forgot to mention. Uh, it's not something I've been playing, but it's something I've been watching someone play. Shelby has been playing Fable Two on her Xbox 360. Oh yeah. And first off. Uh, do you have an extra Xbox 360 controller you could give to Shelby? Um, because <laughs> I, I don't. I only have one. She's using okay. That's fine. She's using like these crappy GameStop like wired knockoff Xbox controllers. Yeah, and they just like the buttons keep sticking, and she also keeps like setting people on fire. <laughs> she doesn't mean to set on fire and shit like that. It's just so funny. Um, but she's been playing that. And she's been enjoying it. And I literally had, like, the realization that I can pawn off onto her the, like, the reason why we should get an Xbox Series S. Because it can be a Game Pass machine, not only for me, but a Game Pass machine for her because she wants to play more games. But she, like, she's got buyer fear of, like, buying a game that she's going to end up hating, which is totally fair because she hasn't played a ton of games can't relate but yeah so she doesn't really know what all she likes so i was like well game pass would kind of be perfect so it's not in the immediate future but i mean series s definitely definitely looking more and more likely for 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 us it's this so kind of transitioning into talking about um the game awards it was kind of like I, one of the biggest things i took with it was how good of a console the series s is mm-hmm. because not to jump too far ahead, but they had that Matrix uh, Unreal Engine 5 tech demo that you could download. Mm-hmm. And people are running it on the Series S and they're like, this looks incredible. <laughs> like, this looks truly next gen on a console that's like comparable in hardware to yeah. like the last gen. Yeah. Uh, and that was kind of cool. Yeah, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely crazy. Um and I think it just it just aligns with like our needs. So, yeah, right. I see it as more and more likely. Um, and if you do get um, the Series S, mm-hmm. uh, it has Fable Anniversary, Fable Two, and Fable Three. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I said to her. Game that's yeah. literally what I said to her. I was like, I think all the other Fables are likely on. Uh, game pass so you'd be able to play them with a non-janky controller and um and yeah and you could pay play um lawn mowing simulator yeah that's the main reason i want to get it yeah (laughs) um but yeah so that's been extremely entertaining um both of us sitting on the couch with our 
two 50 inch TVs, no big deal. Um, just gaming it up, you know, nice. couple, couple goals. All right, let's get into the game awards, shall we? No. Okay. What else do you want to talk about? <laughs> you got me. Let's talk about game awards. Boom. Called you out. All right. Um, all right, called your bluff. Uh, yes. Okay. So the game awards. Um, I think I can't remember if I said it on the episode last week or if I said it beforehand, but quick synopsis. It's a very, it's become this one leg up on the desk, slow jerk, masturbatory thing that kind of makes me roll my eyes sometimes, but it is ultimately good for, for, for games overall. Um, the idea behind it is to, I mean, it's an award show, so the idea behind it is to celebrate the creators of games and, you know, the people making these games. Uh, but it turns into, I mean, it's well, it was a three-hour show, and I want to say two hours of it was was game trailers and announcements and stuff like that. But And commercials. And commercials. Um, but, which uh, I didn't which, realize were commercials until I was about two hours in. Also, if I watched it on YouTube. I don't know what you watched it on. Um, YouTube. Yeah. So did you get the random like YouTube, like you're watching something that's longer than five minutes. So we're going to bake in ads as well. Um, you know, I don't think I did. Okay. Cause I had those. And so in the middle of sting singing, uh, just like in the middle of like the chorus, like it just cut to a commercial for Gillette that was seven seconds. And then it got back to the singing. And then there was something else that it like cut off that I was just like, that's the word. Like, come on. You can choose where those go sometimes. So, like, right. make an effort to at least make sure that it, like, happens after a fucking song. Anyway, that's not really a big gripe. Um, but, yeah, so there's, like, a pre-show uh, that you didn't watch, which didn't really miss, miss out on uh, much. But, like, they announced winners. They announced, like, awards during the pre-show, which I thought was so incredibly bizarre because it's, like... The pre-show sounds like it's not a, like, it's not a, I don't know, you know, it, it's not like a must-watch thing, right? Like, it just sounds like a lead-in to the show. Like, it doesn't sound like you're going to actually miss anything important if you happen to miss the pre-show. But, like, they chose to announce awards during that. Um, yeah, I kind of assumed it was going to be, like, a year-in-review style kind of thing, like, yeah. interviews with, um, like, game studios that are up for awards. Maybe like hinting ahead at like what we're gonna see, stuff like right. that, like in terms of like game announcements and stuff. Yeah, it was just so weird. And then the actual show itself, the pacing of it all was just so freaking weird and just not well done, in my opinion. Um, like, uh, Jeff had a, a speech at the top that I, I'm sure was kind of a last minute addition due to like public uh backlash to their comments on activision blizzard so he did like a whole like harassment has no place in uh gaming and he kept pausing like he like he was waiting for people to applaud him and then like right maybe it's just because we've all been stuck inside for two years now that like we don't we don't pick up on cues so like then nobody would clap 
or he wouldn't give it enough time. And so then he would like begin talking again. And then people would finally like catch on that they were supposed to clap. It was, it was so bizarre. And also again, it was a very like, just like, it was like a wet blanket uh, of a statement, but the sentiment was there. So um, that was all bizarre, but yeah. And then like, you know, the, 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 Oh, award winners got 30 seconds it felt like to actually like say some words and then uh hellblade 2 got three three to five minutes of gameplay release it just all felt really weird to me um but i don't know what were your overall takeaways yeah i think we kind of talked about it last week where you know this this show has more or less just become a winter e3 mm-hmm. um I, I, I did kind of, I got about halfway in and I just kind of found myself skipping a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it just, you know, I was really more interested in the awards. Um, some of the reveals were cool. Mm-hmm. Um, like Justine loves Wonder Woman, so she was pretty stoked that there's going to be a Wonder Woman game. But yeah, just, there were times where it'd be like, they'd cut the camera back to Jeff and he'd just be kind of looking off into space and... Mm-hmm. They'd have, um, oh shit, who was it? I think it was, I think it was Reggie was on stage and he's like saying something to Jeff and they like pan the camera back to Jeff and he's like freaking out trying to figure out what to do. If he should look at Reggie, look at the camera. And it's like, yeah. can you script this? Yeah. Um, so it was, a, it was a little cringy, but I guess I don't know. That's not what you're, that's not what you're there for. Um, but yeah, I, 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 to get back on track, like, I honestly didn't even remember the fact that there were awards in this. Like it kind of like it's it's the game awards, and yet it feels like an afterthought. Mm-hmm. Again, just going back to like this is just winter E three now, right? But it's like maybe five announcements, two updates on like things we already knew about, and then like. 14 sponsor videos <laughs> You're right. of, of the same shit over and over again. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I think the general sentiment was that it was pretty bad, but it was also like they kept teasing this big announcement at the end. And then it was just like, oh, what the fuck is this moment? I don't even remember the game, to be honest with you. I think people thought it was going to be like Breath of the Wild or something. So like Nintendo fans are really pissed off. And like that's their fault. They shouldn't have made the assumption. But... Right. Was the last thing uh, Elden Ring? No. Again? No? It won most anticipated game for the second year in a row. Yes. But I thought because they had the whole thing where like the thing like walked out and like handed him a note. Oh, that they did show that, yeah, but that wasn't the. I don't think that was the last thing. It okay, was, um, maybe not. God, I've I've got the name like on the tip of my tongue. I'm gonna see if I can find it on this announcement thing. Um, Crossfire XX is actually uh, Arc Raiders, which is, uh, according to this Games Radar article, a free-to-play co-op shooter 
from the developers behind Battlefield and Star Wars Battlefront. I don't even I didn't even remember that being the last thing. Yeah, I mean, it was that and then they did the Matrix Awakens um uh Unreal Engine 5 tech demo thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah, overall just like the entire show for me was just like bizarre. Um I also thought like the decision to have games that are like uh exclusives in the in the show i kind of felt i kind of thought that was like like trailers and stuff like that i kind of thought like that's an interesting choice um i think the only ones i could be misremembering uh hellblade i know they showed horizon and i thought there was another one um but I don't know. I just there's something weird about showing a game that only like half of the gaming population can play. And it's just like I don't know. It's just weird to me cuz like you're celebrating like games as a whole. So I would be thinking like you want to celebrate games that are or and showcase games that are like for everybody. Like everybody's going to have access and stuff like that. But that might just be a a stupid gripe on my part. Yeah, I don't know how much that really bothers me. I, I certainly get it, like especially it just, when we live in a, when we live in a world where everyone has their own like right. Nintendo Directs, and I, right. I get that. But right, like like Xbox has their own thing, so like I think like that should be better suited. And like, because I also think it's weird when like Xbox has their show and then they're showing like Far Cry. And it's just like, yeah, all right, enough with your misinformation, Phil. All right, this game's coming to PlayStation <laughs> too. Nice try. Um, right. But yeah, right. I did forget um, during the pre-show, there was one thing that I got super pumped for. I just played Persona 5, right? And the Persona like logo popped up. And so I thought they were announcing Persona 6 and I got so excited. And then it was a Persona 4 fighting game. And I punched a wall. <laughs> I was just like, I can't believe they've done this to me. Like, how could they? Um, so I got my hopes up for something, uh, but yeah, in terms of other announcements, just to kind of like run through and then we can focus on like the actual awards. Um, obviously we said they showed Hellblade two. They showed like a ton of gameplay for that. Um, it looks amazing. Um, Mm. it's almost unbelievable that that's like a video game, right? Yeah. Um, they showed the, uh, the Quantic Dream Star Wars game, Star Wars Eclipse, and also, like, visually, oh, my God. Like, every, like, ugh, it looked amazing. Um, it looks like a Star Wars movie. Yeah, it, it does. It's it's insane. Um, they showed off that they're making a Wonder Woman game, uh, Alan Wake 2, which comes off the heels of Alan Wake getting a remake. Um, I'm trying, I'm, like, skipping over some of this stuff. Uh, Sp- uh, Splitterhead, um, which is a game coming from the Silent Hill director, um, so that's interesting. Yeah, that was kind of that was kind of weird. Yeah, uh, uh, Nightingale, uh, which is a game from former Bioware boss Aaron Flynn. Um, Bioware was like the Mass Effect games, right? Yeah. Yep. So. 
Um, got a game from from somebody who likely worked on those. Gollum getting a a, a game. Um, Sonic Frontiers looked interesting because it looked like a or yeah, it's an open world Sonic game. Um, which apparently he's had one before, according to this article, but, uh, I had no idea. So, um, I might potentially check that out. Uh, they showed more for like Suicide Squad, uh, Forspoken. That was another, um, I'm pretty sure Forspoken's a PlayStation exclusive. Um, some more Saints Row stuff, which I'm still super pumped for. Uh, there's a Dune game coming out. Uh, Among Us VR that we touched on uh the tiny tina's uh wonderlands thing was was kind of funny because uh just will arnett is like the goofiest person um and he's just so awkward and i thought he was really funny uh when they were doing when he and ashley birch were doing their bit uh to talk about the game it was it was really funny to me in, in that but yeah um will arnett was great in that and that kind of makes me want to play it right uh but i didn't realize that ashley birch was going to be in the game and this is the first thing i've seen her in that isn't um uh the apple tv show mythic quest mythic quest thank you yeah she's yeah she's tiny tina so i guess tiny tina is like a a big borderlands character i don't know because you and i both don't really know borderlands lore outside of us trying to play the first borderlands game for like two hours yeah um but yeah apparently she's like a pretty big character that a lot of people don't like because she apparently does like a really annoying voice for it um and that you know that breaks people because you know heaven forbid so um but yeah i thought thought their entire bit was was really funny um and yeah i kind of agree it did make me uh want to see more um doke v which has literally the best music um in the world uh had like a a whole music video again developers were given 30 seconds to talk that was a an an entire music video but it was super catchy so i'll allow it Um, i spent so much time when that was going on i was like who sings this song like i thought it was like blackpink or something like that i was like uh why do i feel like i've heard this song before and it's literally the only time i heard it i think was the um playstation uh Mm -hmm. showcase where they initially showed this game Mm -hmm. and i was like holy shit this game makes me want to put two nails into my ears and i just i wasn't i wasn't interested Uh but i had to give them credit because i remembered the song Mm -hmm. from the one time that i had heard it Mm -hmm. and was thinking about deafening myself the whole time (laughs) So props to them. I will not play it. I hope I never have to see anything about it again, but good for them. I can't wait to play it. Um, <laughs> and I can't wait to play it specifically around you. Um, no, I don't know. I don't know if I'm... Because I'm pretty sure like it's like, a, it's like a skateboarding, like roller skating type game. And like the gameplay looked fun. Like it looked like like a f- like free-flowing type game. I don't know. I, I might just be misremembering. But the song was catchy as all hell in my opinion i know you wanted to die during it but um uh, a plague tale is getting a sequel uh dying light 2 got a cinematic trailer um crossfire x uh which is 
like another F, just like another FPS game. Um, that that honestly surprised me because that game's like there's a lot of lore behind that game. Like it's a really, really, really popular, I think, Japanese game, and like there was a really big. Um, I guess I'll call esports, even though it wasn't really called that at the time, like long, 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 long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was trying to remember because I feel like this got teased at an E3 or an Xbox event not too long ago. Yeah, no, I think it was. Like, I'm pretty sure we, I'm pretty sure we've seen it already. Yeah, um, but apparently, uh, Americanized version. So, classic. Yeah, uh, we have to, we have to make an American version of everything. Um, as long as all the bad guys don't look at me, look like me, then right, right. Uh, They'll all be no. Don't worry. All the bad guys will just be Nazis. Yeah, it's the easiest. It's the underhand toss. Um, Blood Hunt. They showed more stuff for that. Um, GTFO got uh is getting its 1.0 release. Um, it was cool because that guy was definitely nervous as all hell to announce that um oh, yeah. so like again pacing of it like it was so bizarre but also like so sweet to see just like how excited he was and like he just like couldn't find the words to like say that the game had like officially gotten its 1.0 launch and I, that was cool jeff was kind of helping him along <laughs> yeah jeff well i think i i think jeff was like all right god like the show the show you know gotta <laughs> keep the show going come on yeah use your words uh let's we're gonna show it yeah we can show it now all right yeah that was funny um yeah more elden ring which you already teased one uh most anticipated game of the year twice in for the second straight year and that's funny because um uh mason mason uh mason sherbert i couldn't remember what word what name we used uh Mm -hmm. he had like a funny tweet about it he was like this is the most ridiculous like nomination he was like because like who cares about like like a game can be announced in 2017 and not come out until 2022 so that's just gonna win year over year probably like if it's like on the level of like cyberpunk or like you know what i mean and it was just so funny he was like i'd like to give you your 2022 uh most anticipated game the sequel to legend of zelda breath of the wild like that was the name that was there like it doesn't even have a name and it was up for the nomination so it was funny he was kind of pointing out the the craziness of that yeah um and it is kind of a silly award but um but yeah so that was like all the announcements again it's cool it's cool like you said that it's like essentially like an e3 2.0 to like come at the end of the year but they already do like their own summer show now so um yeah i don't know Um, i was looking back mm -hmm. i'm kind of annoyed at how many like free-to-play mmos were announced Mm mm-hmm it just seems like a whole lot of the same shit. Same. Like Amazon came out with one. Yep. Um, Arc Raiders is one. That was like the big announcement, apparently. Um, I guess I'll count like Rumbleverse in that, which is like that big. I think it's like a battle royale kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, I think it's Fortnite, but fisticuffs. Yeah. Um, is the Dune game like that or maybe not? I don't know. Is I think that might be like civilization. Yeah, that, I, I think you're right. Um, yeah, it's just, it just seemed like a lot of 
free to play stuff. Mm -hmm. Anyway. But I mean, that might be, I mean, that might be a, a nod towards like where this, like where the gaming industry is going to be kind of heading. Like, you know, like games that like are ever evolving and have uh, just microtransactions or battle passes and stuff like that. It's just probably going to be, we're probably going to get overstimulated with uh, like games that basically do that. So um yeah i can't remember who said it and i can't remember if it was part of this event or if it was something on, on twitter i don't know but someone was talking about how it's kind of cool that the in industry can make so many cool um or, or not cool quality free-to-play games mm -hmm. so uh, i feel like it was probably part of this event they said that mm -hmm. i didn't realize it was foreshadowing yeah so i mean it's like overall it's good because you know like not everybody has 60 70 dollars to to pay for a game um and if they do they can only probably get like one game you know what i mean like yeah as long as they're so, not paying more than that to make the game actually playable right so yeah um it's like not too surprising but again it's gonna we're gonna just be inundated with all of these now like moving forward it's just going to be everybody's right. going to be making their own free-to-play like game and then the like player pools for all the games are going to be so like out of whack um because there's just going to be way too many options but um but yeah that does it for all of like the announcements um again there's some good stuff in there but like there was a lot of stuff that like wasn't necessary and again it, it would have been nice to like hear people just talk more about like these passion projects that they uh got to work on and, and won an award for some people didn't even have the option to like do it like jeff like rattled off at one point like four awards like he was like and for best game direction i think they got to talk about this but whatever he was like for best game direction here are your nominees and he paused and you got to read the nominees and he'd go after like three seconds and the winner is death loop and then he would like move on to the next one for best esports event here are your nominees and the winner is and it's just like weird just weird like yeah this is that, an award show this is an award show whatever um so let's get into the awards shall we they saved game of the year for the last uh we're gonna start with that at the top mainly because it's the first category on the site and it's just easy to move through um just to remind you i'm not gonna do this for all of them but the nominees were deathloop it takes two metroid dread psychonauts 2 ratchet and clank rift apart and resident evil village and the winner was it takes two i was i was pretty surprised to be honest with you like it's it's fully deserving mm -hmm. like I've said it many times on this podcast. Justine and I played it. We loved it. We both um, thousand gamers scored it. Mm -hmm. um, it was a really good game. So it was cool to see. The story was great. I mean, it was just really, really balanced. I absolutely did not expect it to win, though. I, I really thought it was going to be. If I had to put it on one, I'd say Deathloop probably. I think that's what we said two weeks ago. I honestly can't remember. I wish I would have written yeah. down like what our what our prediction was. I think we both said that like yeah, Deathloop just like felt like the one that would probably like clean up and and 
both games won their fair share um it yeah it was so cool to see that a game like it takes two was capable in the eyes of many to win game of the year like i thought that was awesome um even though i haven't played it myself again from everything you've said it seemed more than deserving and from what everybody really has said about it um so that was really cool and uh joseph fairs uh who's like the head of Hazelight and uh whose brother is an actor uh famous for westworld and a way out um i played him the entire game uh no big deal <laughs> um he he got up on stage and like he he just was like he was so genuinely fired up when they won like they showed him immediately they kept panning to him because of his fuck the oscars from four years ago or whatever (laughs) and just like they got and he like jumped up he was like fist bumping the air he was like yelling he was so fired up it was so cool to see like again just like ah like i don't know It, it, it was just so awesome and like you could just tell how excited he was and then he told everybody to go home and have babies um which was really funny um, some people online were, were channeling for him to say, fuck Bobby Kodak this year instead of, um, uh, fuck the Oscars. He did say fuck the Oscars again. Um, but overall it was just, it was really cool to see. Um, and yeah, again, it was cool to see a game like it's, t- it takes to, uh, take home the award. Just throwing it out there. You get a series S, you get game pass. It takes two is on game pass. I want to get the platinum. Don't be foolish. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, that was one thing that was I, I think that it was the next morning or whatever. I didn't watch the game show on the actual night of. I watched it the next day, but I told Justine that uh, it takes to one game of the year, and she's like, "Wow, the first game I played through fully as an adult that like wasn't <laughs> a Nintendo game or Mario wins game of the year." Yep. Like, yeah, it sounds just about how that would go too. Some say it was because Justine played the game it won she might have i don't know maybe crack hands runs in the family and she (laughs) put all those votes in yeah yeah it yeah she was the deciding vote um but yeah so that was cool uh and then to go through some of these bigger ones best game direction like i said death loop still won its fair share so they won um best game direction um which a lot of the uh a lot of the goaties were up for that. Um, best narrative, Guardians of the Galaxy one, and that was cool. that one shocked me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Only, I mean, it, it's like so. I've played, compl- I've beaten two of these games. I've beaten It Takes Two, and I've beaten Life is Strange: True Colors. Mm-hmm. I've played Psychonauts too, uh, just very briefly. Um, but yeah, I was kind of surprised when that one, and I, I don't get me wrong, I wanted to play this game. It's mm-hmm. just nowhere near the top of my backlog. Understandable. But now I'm like, well, right. it was nominated for so much, and it won Best Narrative, and I've heard nothing but good things about it. And it's up so against... I might, might be prioritizing it. It's up against, like you said, like some heavy hitters. I mean, it's up right. against, like, it's up against the Goatee. It's up against the game that I just said was Best uh, 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 Game Direction. Um, so it's like so easy to sometimes uh, we talked about it when we were going through like the nominees that like it's sometimes really easy to get like into just like like a voter trance and it's just like you start seeing the same game over and over again so you just automatically are voting for it 
Mm-hmm. And so it wouldn't have been surprising for either of It Takes Two or Deathloop to win. And then obviously, like, Life Life is Strange is, like, so narrative-focused, obviously. Um, and Psychonauts 2, for that matter. So, like, it, it was, like, a, again, it was, like, a testament to, like, just how good Guardians of the Galaxy is. Um, and I saw so many people, like, like, jumping up and, like, on Twitter, like, like this scene alone is why i thought it was like best narrative and they're like posting all this stuff for it so like it genuinely seemed like people were behind it too um which was really cool to see um and yeah it was up against some tough competition so uh fascinating uh, in my eyes and definitely now is creeping its way up my list yeah it's on game pass (laughs) yeah um best art direction death loop one i thought that one was horseshit I don't. I know we don't have to go through all of these, but this was the only one where I was watching the show. And I was like, "That's so stupid." Because mm-hmm. you're against Kenna, which is a beautiful looking game, and from what you said, you know, gorgeous, really absolutely gorgeous. Psychonauts Two um, yeah. has a lot of really cool artistic features to it, and Psychonauts Two did not win anything from this show. Right. Um, oh man, really? Yeah, they won nothing. Uh, Ratchet and Clank. You know, with the different like portals and such, and the way they have to kind of blend the art from world to world, mm-hmm. and the artful escape. From what I saw, I mean, it's got art in it, <laughs> so you think it had some degree of like it's an art based game. It just it just surprised me that Deathloop won. Like, I'm not saying that it you know wasn't creative or you know the animation wasn't good, but at the end of the day, it's a Bethesda game, mm-hmm. and th- this is my opinion. They all look the same. I mean, you could have told me this game came out five years ago and I've been like, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it looks like Dishonored. I got that. I, I don't know. Yeah, I definitely Dishonored. I definitely thought like from what I've seen, like Psychonauts 2 almost would have been mine because it's like such a wacky, artful game, you know, Right. Um, that I really would have thought that like that had like a, a high chance. But, you know, again, Deathloop might fall into what I was saying. You sometimes just get into like a voter trance where it's just like uh, this one. Um, so uh best score and music uh near replicant one uh but like you said like that's another uh award that guardians of the galaxy was up for um which isn't too surprising uh Mm -hmm. given how the movies are best audio design uh forza took home that award um so even though they were unfortunately not able to be up for Godi, they were able to be up for this and win uh, I don't really know what to think about that one. I was kind of surprised, but also like there's a lot of the amount of like time that went into like actually having accurate sounds was mm-hmm. know, it's, it's for it's what they've done, you know, every year that there's been a game. Right. Um, best performance went to Maggie Robertson, who was Lady D from Resident Evil Village, uh, a.k.a. Giant Vampire Lady. We all wanted to step on us and most of us still want. So I thought it was really funny, too. Um uh i might need you to help me out with names um but abby and uh ellie from the last of us the the voice actress the voice actresses for both of them uh were the ones to announce this award and um when maggie went up to accept it uh she was like towering over them which i thought was really funny because like of the character she was in resident evil so um but yeah uh she was a very gracious on her too. Like, it, I, as far as I know, this is really kind of her first like big gig from what her speech made it sound like. So it was cool. Yeah, basically, she said that Capcom kind of like took a chance on her and 
like and it just yeah it all it all really worked so um yeah it was really cool to see games for impact life is strange true colors i believe this was one of the games that was announced during the pre-show again like like a weird award to announce during a pre-show but Mm -hmm. um yeah i think we both pointed to life is strange for that one best ongoing final fantasy 14 won that and obviously um that one makes sense just given like all the new stuff they've been releasing they really pulled that one out of uh the dark depths similar to what no man's (laughs) sky has done Mm -hmm. uh best indie was kana and i was very happy uh for them and they also won uh best debut indie which obviously makes sense um but i was super excited to see them when uh they had they had they had some competition there so uh, best yeah, I was happy for them. I mean, every time I've seen the game, like I, I didn't know it was an indie. I thought it was a Sony developed game for the longest time. Yeah, so I think so... that speaks a lot to the quality of the game. Not saying that like indie games aren't quality, but like they usually don't have the resources to make games that look like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I think I think technically it, like released, it's like a console exclusive because I think it is on PC yeah. as well. Um, but yeah, they and basically Sony gave them some funding mm-hmm. because of. Right, and they basically like in their speech said like thanks to Sony for that, like for taking mm-hmm. the, like the the shot. So, still um, does not discount the achievement. No, absolutely not. Um, yeah, it was an incredible game, like beautiful game too. Um, I'm actually really excited to go back and play more, uh, or to play it again to try and get the platinum. But I got to play it on super hard, so I might wait until I've got Demon Souls under my belt um, <laughs> to make sure I'm actually ready. Um, Genshin Impact won best mobile game, uh, best community support went to Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, no Man's Sky was was nominated for that as well. Um, innovation and accessibility. This is a really cool award that uh, I hope gets like more and more recognition each year. Forza was the uh, was the winner. Uh, but what was really cool for me when they were showing the uh, all the games. So it was Far Cry Six, Forza. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Ratchet and Clank, and The Veil, Shadow of the Crown. But was what was really cool when they were like showing the nominees. They like were showing how they have like accessibility in the game. Mm-hmm. Like it was cool to like it, it was cool that they weren't just like baking in like uh, just generic gameplay footage. Like they were specifically showing like what the game does, what they have built in to help with like accessibility and stuff like that. And I thought that was really cool. Um, and like I said, so certainly something that I hope gets more and more recognition because it's super important um, to gaming. For sure. Um, best VR was Resident Evil 4. Um, did you play it yet? No, I don't think it's on PlayStation. No, I think it's, I think it's just on... Um, is that just on Peace. Meta? I think it's on PC and probably, yeah, the Oculus stuff. Oh, okay. I didn't know if Oculus had, like, its own exclusives. And I thought for some I reason... Th- I mean, it, it might. I don't know. I won't buy it because it's owned by Facebook. Understandable. Um, best action game, Returnal 1. Um, that surprised me. That surprised me as well because, again, it was up against Deathloop. And so... For all the things I've already said. Um, and Far Cry, I mean. Right. Um, but yeah, Returnal, to comb that. 
best action adventure, Metroid Dread. So we're seeing some of the other goatees like mm-hmm. get some of their awards. So that was cool. Um, best role playing was Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. I don't care what this says. Um, it's the greatest game <laughs> ever gonna... made. No, no. <laughs> I was like, well, listen, you like Tales of Arise. Um, surprisingly, I'll say, beat out uh, Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> um, uh, best fighting game was Guilty Gear. Um, I don't know any um, anything about any of the fighting games that were listed. No. Uh, best Family was It Takes Two, which I think you had pointed out that like the subject matter of that game you thought may keep it from winning because it's not like super like like happy and like all that right right um but nonetheless um but i guess like looking at the the other options so mario party superstars like honestly that's probably what i assumed would have won but it's also a new game and Mm -hmm. i think mario party i think it's gonna take some time i know a lot of people have said this mario party is is really good Mm -hmm. i want to get it personally i haven't yet um, but I think it's going to take some time for that to be like a household game again. Pokemon Snap. I mean, is that really a multiplayer game? Right. I didn't think that one. Uh, Super Mario 3D World. Like, I, I guess you and, can. But, yeah. Uh, and WarioWare. Maybe. I don't know. Again, I don't know how many families are buying WarioWare. Right. So I don't know. I guess maybe it's just lack of competition. But I'm happy wherever they can win stuff <laughs> get some recognition for sure um best sim slash strategy age of empires one i was really pulling for flight simulator um same but nonetheless uh age of empires took home that best sports slash racing not surprising forza uh won okay. there yeah fifa was kind won. of expecting fifa <laughs> i was gonna say could you imagine um best multiplayer it takes two again very awesome yep to see um and then i think we're into like all the people esports yeah Yeah. Uh, oh and then yeah best best debut indie uh like i said was kana and um most anticipated game was elden ring it was elden ring god of war horizon uh the sequel to the legend of zelda breath of the wild and starfield um you know, for how pissy I saw people get about there not being a whole lot of information or there not being like a reveal for Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. I kind of expected that to win. Uh, I know. I thought Elden Ring all the way. Like, especially because Elden Ring's close. Like, it's, Fe- it's February. Allegedly. You're right. You're right. I can't wait. I can't wait for a Cyberpunk 2077 uh, type event to happen again where we now are going to be we're going to go two weeks without recording like an up-to-date uh episode and Mm -hmm. like some crazy shit's going to go down with elden ring that it's like broken and terrible and that's as well i mean it won't be out but yeah that's what happened with cyberpunk good times i apparently need to get excited about elden ring like i I know it's going to be a a good game for a lot of people listen no hang on listen you don't have to mike because this is what happened with Cyberpunk, and I don't want Elden Ring to be bad. So if you could not get excited for it, I think that might be best for everybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm 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 fine with that. It's it is not my it is not my game. I think no, I think you can absolutely be excited to like 
like even just see it like you know what i mean like that's i think where i'm at currently because like i'm not going to touch it until i get through all these other like Soulsborne games um mm -hmm. but yeah no i mean this definitely isn't a game for everybody it's kind of interesting that it is so anticipated i almost wonder if people don't realize what they're getting into almost like what happened with sekiro because it didn't have souls in the name Mm -hmm. and Sekiro really kicked people's asses and you know like people wanted like an easy mode and stuff like that which easy mode and accessibility mode two different things um, right. to point out because the, the developer came out and was like I'm not going to put easy like it's supposed to be a difficult game um, so uh, yeah I mean that's not for everybody not everybody is a masochist um, so it's really funny that or at least I assume but uh this is in like the lord of the rings universe isn't it no. or it's at, at least george r. r martin as one of the writers george r. r martin was uh game of thrones not lord no, of the whatever. rings i don't know shit dude <laughs> <laughs> same um, thing skyrim six i don't what do you what do you want from me i i'll take skyrim six are you offering it i don't know what's happening here i i I guess. <laughs> um, no, I don't think it. I don't think it is. I think it's like a totally like, th like, thought up world, and he he just helped imagine it. Gotcha. That's my understanding. I figure that's probably what people are excited too. Yeah, I mean the name attached to it, and I think just like from from like gameplay and stuff like that, like it looks like it's going to be pretty like weird uh with like some of the things you fight and whatnot um yeah and yeah i, I it'll just be interesting come like late february uh maybe even like end of march to see where where people where the public opinion actually sits when again like you know a majority of people playing the game have a difficult time making it past like 70 percent of the game so yeah, I'm sure, like you said, we're going to hear a lot of people get pissy about the fact that they can't beat the game and there should be an easy mode. Right, which, again, totally different from, like, should the game be accessible? Should anybody be able to play it? Yes. But should be anybody necessarily be able to beat it? No, because that's, like, the point of the game. The game is supposed right. to be... It's supposed to beat you down um, to within an inch of your life, and it spits on you, and it takes your wallet, um, and you got to start over. So... Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, all in all, congratulations to everybody who won an award, who took home an award. Um, I think a, a lot of the people were deserving. Um, I mean, everybody was deserving of their nomination. Um, and I thought a lot of the winners were were deserving of winning um, in their uh, each category. Um, and yeah, uh, it, it's it's cool. Again, I wish people, I wish the people behind the games were celebrated a bit more. Um, but that being said, it is still cool that this like giant event is put on to like recognize these games, um, even in the capacity that it is. So, yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, that does it. Uh, so, a little bit of house cleaning. Uh, unless you had something else that you wanted to say about any of it. Uh, no, no. I'm just trying to figure out why you said house cleaning and not housekeeping. Housekeeping. Thank you. Um, <laughs> fuck. All right. Um, share this with your mom. 
no uh some housekeeping um next week we've got a fun episode um with both of our brothers uh who are two of the bigger pokemon nerds that i think we know um they are coming on to talk about the pokemon remakes um that just came out last month and also kind of get their thoughts on what exactly we are getting from pokemon legends which is coming out in a month so um excited to have both of them on to to nerd it up about pokemon and then the following week um because both of these are going to actually be pre-recorded the following week um mike and i will be doing our my name is mayo platinum race and we'll just be shooting the shit and it'll just be a nice little holiday special the week of christmas um that we're gonna release um it'll probably be like maybe 30 minutes um and it'll just be us probably talking about the year of gaming for us specifically uh maybe we'll be talking like i said about the the xbox documentary um and yeah and just clicking away trying to tap that mayo um but yeah so you can look forward to both of those and then first week of january we'll be back to our typical up-to-date nonsense um so yeah look forward to those uh which which of those two are you more excited for mike um i'm gonna go with the pokemon one because i'm just the authoritative source on everything pokemon i can't wait for you what's the over under for words spoken i'm gonna say over under 30 words for yourself for that episode i'm only here so i don't get fine well that's about <laughs> eight all right so then do you think you're gonna say 22 more words <laughs> i guess i'll have to find out <laughs> all right I'm, can... I'm honestly kind of excited for it because i haven't played a pokemon game God, the last one i got was omega ruby mm-hmm. the last one i probably and I, I played the original Ruby when it came out. I did not beat Omega Ruby. I don't think I even got all that far before I just got bored. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the last game I played through completely was probably Pearl. Which is this. Yeah. It's this generation. So I'm so I, I hope I get sold on it. Like I. I really want to play Pokemon again, but it's just like. I'm kind of over how grindy it is and the whole collecting doesn't really do it for me. Interesting. Well, you know what? Come come with some questions. I think the nice thing about it is that like I can ask them some stuff coming from somebody who has played it themselves, but you can ask stuff technically to all of us, but I'll leave the answering to to both of them for for this. Um, but you can you can ask stuff coming from a place of like I haven't played it. So like, you know, give me the deets. So come with some questions like what like what are the things you want answered as to like you, you know, being sold on it? Um, I think that one I think that one's going to be fun, though. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, I am excited to get another platinum. I'm really excited to, to test both of them to see if they actually listen to this, and especially if they listen to the episode all the way through, because I'm about to give something away. I'm totally going to get them with that Imagine Dragons joke. I hope you do. Are you going to ask them uh, who the band was that played that one song at uh, uh, Video Game Awards? Well, I'm guessing they didn't watch the Game Awards, so probably not. I'll probably go with I, how I got I you. Think Chris did. Oh, okay. Well, I know for a fact my brother didn't, so it'll it'll. I'll probably try and get them with the the radioactive 
the the way I got you. Um, Who was that band that played though? At the Game Awards. Yeah, that was Sting. Oh, imagine me dragging this Sting across your face. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it works. Now we're even, baby. <laughs> All right, share, sucker. <laughs> share share a good game, bad game with your mom. Um, listen to it during uh, Christmas dinner if you choose to celebrate. And uh, we'll talk to you next week.